baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Don. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. You know, I was at this great uh, police athletic league fundraiser, huge event, PAL event in Abington, and so many of your fans were there, and I told them I was going to check in with you, and they said, tell Kathy I said, hey, they love you, and many of them saying, you know, know. <laughs> they said if this if this um, U.S. Senate contest were with Kathy, that it would be hands down, Kathy would be way ahead. I don't know if you want to go there, but I just wanted to let you know that, that you, you have many who love you. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. And I don't, you know, they're not fans. They are my supporters. You know, I mean, I tell people all the time, I, when I would say I am you, Pennsylvania, it wasn't a spiffy slogan. Mm -hmm. It is true. I mean, our campaign was truly a grassroots campaign. Most people don't know. We only had three full-time staff members on my team. My driver, who was driving me 1,500 miles every single week all across Pennsylvania, my scheduler, and one field director. Everyone else were volunteers. They would work a full-time job, get off, and then work to the, you know, the midnight hours, uh, the wee hours on this campaign. So I could not have done what I did. And we did some pretty amazing things if it wasn't for the people of Pennsylvania. And so I miss you guys. And I'm so very grateful to all of you. Well, thank, you know, thank you for saying that. I think everybody feels the same way. Um, Have you, by the way, uh, tell me first, what you're doing, because I got one of your messages, you have a huge event coming up actually next week. So tell me about it. What are yes. you doing? I am so excited. Thank you so much. Yes, I am. You know, those values that led me into this racket called politics are still my values. And so uh, I am still looking for ways to make to push our values and to bring a spotlight on the things that we care about. And so as such, I'm partnering with 1776 Action. And next Monday, we're going to be at Star Barn in in, uh, Lancaster County. Mm -hmm. You can go to kathybarnett.com, kathybarnett.com, subscribe, and then I will be able to get your email and send it out to you so you can RSVP. We already have, I mean, just within the first hour of me putting it out, it was already over 100 people had already registered for this event. We have two busloads of people coming from across the state who will be there, and it is for Parental Rights Matter. That is my issue as we get ready to come out of November 8th and get ready to, to gear up for next year. The battle does not end on November 8th. It just begins because now we need to hold these people accountable and we need to make sure that our children are safe. And, you know, parental rights is a a huge issue across our region. And so many have called, you know, have called in telling of their personal harrowing experiences. When, for example, there was a um, couple parents from Chester County, another from Bucks County, who had said that their 11, 12-year-old daughter went into a locker room or a restroom 
and there was somebody, you know, in there who was in the girls' bathroom was somebody who physically, although they uh, identify as a girl, physically that person has the body of a, a male with the boy parts. And when the girls complained, they were ultimately, they got in trouble or they were told, just come up to the front office and go to, if you feel uncomfortable, come up and go to the front office bathroom. And we have that case in Vermont, in the Vermont school district more recently that I talked about on Friday, a 14-year-old girl who's actually, she was suspended as a freshman from high school because uh, she went up and said she felt awkward because a, a biological male was in her locker room changing. And she could- and she should, as she should, as anyone with, you know, half a brain should feel uncomfortable uh, with their 14-year-old daughter in a locker room with a male who has a penis in that exact same locker room with your daughter, changing clothes with your daughter, in the shower room with your daughter, you should feel some kind of way. And if you don't, you need to check your pulse because you might be dead. Or you might need to go somewhere and figure out at what point did you lose all sense of right and wrong. It is clearly wrong for our daughters to be submitted, to be subjected to that. It's wrong for our little boys. Uh, who don't identify as anything other than what their bi- biology tells them, to to be in a setting where you are being groomed and you're being conditioned to believe there is no such thing as absolute truth. Now, with my own children, you know, I mean, we have been, we've always been adamant that we do not make fun of, we do not poke at, we don't make people, you know, we don't intentionally try to make people feel uncomfortable, but where your rights, But when your rights and the way you see, the way you want to live your life begins to infringe upon how I want to live my life, at this point, we're supposed to be able to sit down and have a conversation. But when you're dealing with the left and this corrupt media and a government that's willing to weaponize itself against its own people, you can't sit down and have a a, a conversation. And so instead, you're supposed to just sit there and just shut up and align up with these people. This is a dysphoria. They need, you know, I I don't doubt that the feelings they feel are real feelings, but if you are trying to live a life that goes out that goes opposite of what your biology tells you, you cannot now force that upon me and force me to act like I'm confused. I'm not confused. I know exactly what it means to be a woman. I know exactly what it means to be a man, and I refuse to pretend that I don't. And Kathy Barnett is with us. I want you to react then, if you would, to a statement. This is from a Coalition of Attorneys General who signed multiple amicus briefs supporting different kids um, to allow them to go into, including in Vermont, where we just talked about the, the girl who was suspended from her school, and her dad, who's a coach there, then went to his daughter's defense. The dad suspended without pay. This is a statement from our attorney general in Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro, and this is a statement that he wrote and has released in press releases even, you know, since he's made his bid for governor as a Democrat, obviously running against Republican state senator uh, Doug Mastriano. This is the statement that I'd like you to react to, Kathy Barnett. Quote, not allowing transgender people to use the bathroom associated with their gender identity 
singles them out, forces them to either forego using the bathroom entirely, which is a health risk, or to choose between two detrimental demeaning options using the restroom corresponding to their sex assigned at birth or use single-use restrooms. That's one of the quotes from um, our Attorney General, Josh Shapiro, who has spoken out quite vigorously to allow uh, transgender you know, kids to be able to use a bathroom or locker room that he says would go along with their corresponding identity. You say what? Yeah, two things. One, they he has every right to say that. Uh, the, the child who believes they are transgender, they have every right to feel as though it is a detriment to their health if they are forced to use a single bathroom or to use the bathroom they've been using all their life up until, you know, uh, probably 2016 when it became so rabid that they should be able to share the bathrooms with our daughter. So they have every right to believe that. They have every right to voice that. But guess what? I have every right to voice uh, the opposite. I have every right to protect my daughter. Why should my daughter or my son, uh, why, why do trans children uh, feelings trump my children's feelings? Mm-hmm. Why does uh, the health and well-being of trans children trump the wealth and the health and well-being of my children? You see that? Mm-hmm. This is where we have conflicting values, um, and we should be able to have a conversation. Yet, prior to Elon Musk taking over Twitter, if you had gone out to Twitter and wrote the word grooming, you would be deplatformed and shut down. Now, the second part of that is that these people on the left, um, they have put a stake in the ground on who they are and what their values are. We need to believe them that this is who they are. They are manufacturing chaos in our country. They are also manufacturing dependency. If my child, if they are teaching our children that they cannot trust their own eyes and that they have to wait until they're told what it is they're looking at. Can you imagine add 10 years, 20 years to that when your child is now an adult and making decisions about what kind of politicians we want or uh, what what we want to do? Can you imagine the chaos and the dependency when I have been trained and taught and conditioned that I cannot trust my own eyes. I have to wait for someone else to tell me what it is I'm looking at or how I should feel about something. So these people are manufacturing not only chaos that we see all across our country, but they're manufacturing dependency, right? They want us to be slaves. And and I, for one, have no intentions of being a slave. I am free and I intend to stay that way. The third thing is that I am very clear and focused on this. Democrats cannot do half the stuff they're doing in our nation if Republicans weren't complicit in it. And so that is where I've I've always maintained that. And I hope you get into this Carl Rove uh, issue as well, where we have um, a Republican strategist, a longtime Republican, who is now putting roughly $2.5 million in a campaign that targets Doug Mastriano and supports 
Shapiro. And yet these same rhinos, these same influencers within the Republican Party, this this aspect of the Republican machine, tell conservatives that we need to hold our nose and vote for the lesser of two evils. But these same Republican rhinos are not willing to hold their nose and vote for a conservative. Instead, Carl Rove and others are putting $2.5 million behind an ad campaign to, to go against Mastriano in support of Shapiro. Yeah, and it's it's one of those super PAC, right? It's a super PAC that's tied to Carl Rove. American Crossroad. American Crossroad. It was founded by Carl Rove. Carl Rove then doubled down and went on Shannon Bream mm-hmm. uh, right after I posted this on uh, Twitter. I don't know if it's coincidence, <laughs> but as soon as I posted it and it started catching on, um, it started catching flame and everyone started talking about it, he then goes on to Fox News, Shannon Bream's show, and says out loud uh mastriano and fetterman are too are too extreme so therefore we should vote for um uh the others right yes Uh, shapiro being one of them and um and again that's a problem these people are being in the republican party the machine not all of the machine but a significant portion of the machine within the republican party they are outright in our face kicking conservatives in the mouth right and i think i may have mentioned to you before that that was one that that was a very strange awakening um you know most people know i was a democrat at one point mm-hmm. i was born into the democrat party like 92 percent other black people and it wasn't until i was a junior in college and i was getting i started you know my my major is finance and i started uh studying finance studying economics and began to say i had an aha moment <laughs> And I began to leave the uh, Democrat plantation. And one of the things that has shocked me, uh, especially in this last year, is is the awareness that uh, uh, Republican rhinos, let's say, are treating conservatives the exact same way Democrats treat black people. <laughs> uh, Democrats do not represent the values of black people. Uh, black people, I mean, we have been some of the most loyal constituents within uh, the Democrat Party. And yet, you know, over 60 plus years, and then you look at the black community and you ask, what exactly have you gotten for your loyalty to the Democrat party and you can see the proof is in the pudding that black people have gotten nothing but the short end of that stick so now i look at conservatives and i say wait a minute this strategy of holding our nose just to line up with the republican slate what exactly has that gotten us because when i mean look at what has just happened in these last two years we now have red flag laws that no republican really talks talks about we now have eighty-seven thousand new irs agents who may or may not be armed that no Republican really talk about. The Green New Deal has now been funded with almost $400 billion that no one really talks about. We now have open borders, fentanyl flooding our streets, and no one is really doing anything about it, right? So we keep voting for these same people that they say, oh, well, you know, better luck next time. Just hold your nose and vote. And what exactly are we getting? I think that's a very legitimate 
uh, concern, and I don't know if our people are ready to have that conversation. Maybe we can have it after November 9th. Who knows? But at some point, we got to get our head out of the sand and, and stop being so gullible and recognize that we're losing everything and we're not conserving anything. And I am very firm on the belief that Democrats could not do half the stuff they're doing if it wasn't for many Republicans, not all, but many Republicans being complicit in that. So at some point, conservatives, we need to have this conversation. <laughs> whether we have it today or whether we have it on, on November 9th, I don't know. You pick the poison. But at some point, we got to start getting real about where we are because rhinos like Carl Rove, and I know you know about the Never Mastriano pack that about nine quasi-influential Republicans in this state have created, they have no problems kicking us in the teeth. And yet, at the same time, telling us if we don't hold our nose and we're Putin sympathizers, at some point, we need to have a real conversation. Yeah, it's interesting to me that it, it just feels to me like people who are not uh, career politicians like yourself or with Mastriano up until, what, 2017, 2018, he was obviously a, a colonel in the U.S. Army and somebody that was his career path could have retired after 30 years, and then went into this. So he's not somebody who's been in politics a long time. And it's also interesting to me that, you know, somebody like Ron DeSantis has has come here, has supported him, and now Carrie Lake as well. I wanted to ask you, um, Kathy Barnett, as we continue our conversation, I know that you were supportive of the, the pro-life um, Catholic and Christian activist Mark Houck, whose home was raided. Uh, by the FBI in a huge show of force. I think it's fair to say an FBI raid that sparked a lot of criticism. And you were th there at, I, I know, one of the rallies at least. Do you have any update or any thoughts on that Mark Houck situation, which seemed to be timed as well before the no midterm? Yeah, I know. You know, uh, no, I don't have any more of an update. I know the family is going through the rigor of, um, of putting this, of, of taking, um, uh, the, the uh, attorney, not the attorney general, but the FBI, um, I can't remember the, the, the exact uh, office here in Philadelphia to task. Um, but, you know, this is a federal court, a federal mm -hmm. case. So this could go either way, right? It seems very blatant and, uh, and an over, it seemed like an obvious overreach, like um, an obvious weaponization of our federal government. And yet, when the when you're dealing with federal uh cases uh it could go either way right. you're not going before an audience or a jury of your peers right um and depend and we see people are politicized even if they try to pretend that they're not so you know we need to be, so not just be prayerful but we need to be very loud about this and why is it that our representatives are not speaking out about it um, I certainly would have um, on the, uh, used that platform to speak out. We recognize that a lot that takes place in our country is not taking place at the ballot box. It is not taking place in the hollow halls of, of Congress, but it's taking place um, on the media uh, platform, um, um, on the streets, just talking about it. And so we need to be, again, calling these uh, Republicans 
who we've elected to represent us and to be our voice in a way that you and I cannot be, um, call on them to put a, to continue to put a spotlight on this and to make sure that the Hauk family receive um, an unbiased uh, result. Yes. Well, Kathy Barnett, uh, what's your advice to your fellow patriots and to people who would have voted for you in the upcoming election? <laughs> I I can't remember which because we've talked off the record, and I've, so I don't want to I don't want to out you. But I mean, what's what's your feeling as far as the upcoming election in Pennsylvania? Yeah, you know, I mean, my heart is just grieved for our people, and it's not just here in Pennsylvania, but even just nationally. I truly love my country. Um, you know, I got into this because I wanted to effect change, and we were about to win, and I'm so grateful to God. I mean, when you put in context of what we came against, you know, my two primary opponents spent over $60 million in that primary race, um, all, you know, uh, and and I spent less than two million dollars, one point six million, to be exact. And so you know, people would often say, "Oh, Kathy, you know, your race is like David um, against Goliath." And I'm like, "No, it's David against the team of Goliaths." And yet, we were about to win. Um, you know, we got over three hundred and thirty thousand Pennsylvanians who came out and voted for me. And so when you look at my voters, and this is what gives me hope is that almost, you know, no one got a third in that race, in the primary race here. So let's just bump up and, you know, uh, just say a third, a third, a third. If you look at it that way, a, a third of, and I believe Pennsylvania is reflective of the nation, a third of my voters, they they defied millions of dollars of lies that came out against me in those last five days. They defied all of the Donald Trump bootlickers who told them not to vote for me. And they defied uh, Donald Trump himself. And they came out and they voted for real change. And that gives me a tremendous amount of hope when you look at it from that perspective that our nation is waking up and that there's a growing base of people who are not just willing to shut up and go along with whatever messaging that they're getting, but that they are alert and that they are aware. Those who voted for me, these are some of the brightest and smartest <laughs> of our base. And so they don't need me to come out with a magic wand and wave it and say, thou must do X, Y, and Z. These are, these are people who, you know, again, they defied a whole lot in order to come out and vote for me and to keep their vote in, on, in, in, on my side. And so, again, these are very smart people. I am so grateful to all of you. You know exactly what it is that you need to do. You're aware of what's happening with our country, and you're aware that we are in trouble. Um, and so regardless of what happens on November 8th, I believe the real battle starts November 9th, where now we have to hold these people accountable and put a spotlight on who they are. Well, Kathy Barnett, thank you so much, my friend. And again, Kathy's big event is November 7th, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and it's with the 70, 1776 action to uh, action. defend parents' rights. Yeah, 1776action.org. You can go there and register or go to kathybarnett.com, subscribe uh, to my to my page, and then I will make sure that you get added and you receive the RSVP. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 